Hi, this is Dave Smith. From locations around California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Biz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of September 26, 2011. As always, your Disneyland podcast team is here, Wayne Toygo, Nancy Johnson, Tom Bell, and me, Tony Spatel. In this week's show, we'll have a discussion of Haunted Mansion Holiday and Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy, and Nancy will be giving a brief update on the new displays at Blue Sky Cellar over at Disney California Adventure. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello you. Hi, listeners. <laughs> I wasn't saying hello to the listeners. I was saying hello to you, Nancy. Hi, I know. Tony. I said hi, boys, and I said hi, listeners, so they wouldn't feel bad. Oh, left. okay. Oh, that's just so nice and Don't caring. Don't alienate the listener. That's sure. yeah, exactly. Sure. The li- sure. no, you know, Tom. There are more than just you know your cousins out there. <laughs> My cousins. You know, yeah. If there's if there's a few, doesn't that the people mean people you pay? Yes. The- no, we have a good crowd, and more and more people we run into say they listen to the show. So thank you, everyone, for your attention. And, and don't be afraid to friend us on Facebook. We'll accept any. Exactly. And join the Diz Unplugged fan group as well as The Diz, and it's The Diz is our main Facebook page. Yes, please friend us. Please. Any friends. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, is, is everybody enjoying the new version? Oh my! Actually, you know, I'm. Some of it's. I'm. It's growing on me. The little ticker thing. I thought that was horrible. But you know what? It's really easy to see what the original comments and stuff are. You know, it's like it's all there, and you can actually comment in that field, and that's kind of nice. So as someone who only does Facebook on my phone, there's no. There's really no difference. But I've heard. You got to scroll through all those recent stories to get to the. Yeah. Scroll through the top stories to get to the recent stories. Yeah, that's right. Facebook wants the internet to be Facebook, not to get all. Not turn this into a tech podcast, but. And please, please stop passing around the message saying Facebook is going to charge you. Snopes, Snopes Snopes.com is your friend. They're getting enough personal information and making their money off of that. They don't. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, didn't mean to sidetrack you. No, I like sidetracks. But, you know, housekeeping, we have our usuals. Um, we got a little behind for the last couple of shows, and we will be contacting the winners of our Find Us a D23 event. So you'll know who you are. We'll get in touch with you. And we hopefully will get that out to you before the next D23. That's our goal, right? That <laughs> yeah, counts that's as long as it's... It. As long as it's before the next one. And and for those of you who who got your emails read on the show, yeah, that's still in progress too. My bad. I'm taking all the. I'll take all the flack. Nancy at www.info.com if you're cranky. (laughs) Or if you're just lonely. (laughs) If you're happy, Tony at (laughs) www.info.com. I have a filter, so any negative comments automatically get just thrown to spam. So only positive. Also need to mention our intro this week from David Smith, uh, Carpe Diem on the boards. If you want to be hosting our show, well, not hosting our show, let me rephrase that. If you want to do the intro to our show, record that and send that to dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And we need more of those. We're running out. Yep, yep. You could be famous, too. <laughs> just, like David, famous. just like David Smith. Okay, that's true, famous. Okay. Except Anybody for, else? You know, then there's David Smith, who used to run the archives. So kind of, that was kind of an ironic bit of nature, wasn't it? Maybe it was really him. <gasps> it could have been. Mm-hmm. Then we are. Then we do have. Then we have four listeners. Okay, Tony, do you have something <laughs> for housekeeping? Oh yes, Tinkerbell half minute. I call it Tinkerbell Half Marathon. I still I'm calling it the wrong thing, aren't no, I? Is it no, that, it's oh, did I? I did it right. I remember Tinkerbell Half Marathon. Please donate. We had some donations since the last show. We're up to eight hundred dollars. Yay! Our goal is two thousand, so that um, 
I can run in wings in a tutu, which now I don't care about. I'm so relaxed about it. I might just do it anyways. Um, just, just for fun? Yeah, I haven't been doing my practice runs in those yet. That's I, I think I can't do that. But um, if you want to <laughs> donate, go to tinyurl.com slash disrunner. If you, if you friended me on Facebook, you see that today I did 10 miles and I actually put my time up. I was 10.39 a mile. So I'm pretty happy with that. So I'm finally That's actually really sharing. And for those people that are real runners, I know I'm not as good as you. But I'm trying to – for know, me, I'm very happy with it. I can make it to the fridge and back in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, did I say 10 – I, I meant 10 – I meant 10 hours and 39 minutes for each mile. I guess I didn't specify the time. Yeah, that's about how fast it takes time. Yeah, to go to the fridge and back in. I get a little sidetrack in the freezer section. (laughs) Well, it's it's interesting in there. Okay, so thank (laughs) thank you for those of you that have donated, and we look forward to getting some more donations to help give kids the world. Yeah. Housekeeping. Any more housekeeping? Any more? No, so now it's time to go to Tom with the news. Thank you, Tony. WonderCon, part of the Comic-Con International chain of conventions, is coming to the Anaheim Convention Center for 2012. The convention, scheduled for March 16th through the 18th, has been held in San Francisco since its inception in 1987. However, the Moscone Center, where it's normally held, is scheduled for renovations in early 2012. The convention organizers had to decide whether to cancel the convention or to find an alternative venue. Because of the convention's popularity with comic fans, decisions were made to relocate it for one year. Charles Allers, president of the Anaheim Orange County Visitor and Conventions Bureau, said, The WonderCon could provide a barometer of how much support a permanent Comic-Con international convention could receive. It's kind of like a trial balloon to see how Anaheim does with an event like this, Allers said. One of the nice things about Anaheim is the drive audience. It's good for us to have shows like that because we're accessible to so many communities. Currently, though, there are no plans of expansion into the Orange County or Los Angeles areas. Who's going to WonderCon? Tony? If yeah. I can dress up like a, what, a Power Ranger? Or am I that old? I'm just old. I, I don't know what to dress up like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm already dressed. I'll just use the wings and tutu there and just go show up. That'd be you more know, D23. and you would probably be have more clothes on you than some of the people that go to those things. Wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nancy, we're going. Okay, Tony and I are going. We, yeah, and I love how Wayne, you, you going with us. We oh, come to, on! I'll Every go, sure. science fiction fantasy. Ch- Didn't you watch the Phineas and Ferb episode <laughs> Jeez, where man. they went to no, the convention? And- I okay, Nancy. This is weird, but I was thinking exactly the same thing when you just mentioned that. <laughs> That Phineas and Ferb episode. Yes, if anybody wants to know how those things work, that Phineas and Ferb episode. I'm concerned, though, that you and I thought exactly the same thing. Wow, it's freaking me out. Uh, You know, it's the most common Disney reference. If we ever join forces, Tom, you're going to have some issues to deal with. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) hide under my desk. You might might want to do that. All right, next story. Two former officers of a youth soccer league in New Jersey pled not guilty recently to charges of stealing $20,000 from the league to finance a vacation to Los Angeles for themselves and their children that included a stop at Disneyland. Prosecutors told told the judge that the two suspects had been offered a plea deal and they would spend 45 days in the county jail, pay back the $20,000 in joint restitution, and serve an unspecified probationary period. The pair, who police described as having a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, stood together during the court hearing, but did not speak. They used the, they, they're accused of using the stolen money to buy airline tickets, make hotel accommodations, rent a car, buy gasoline, and make several ATM withdrawals while on while in California in April 2010. Where do they stay? I, I want to make sure at least yeah, it's I worth know. it. Hopefully they stayed at Disneyland Hotel. You just stole $20,000 from your youth soccer league. Where are you going to do now? I'm going to Disneyland. There you go. And right. there's the jail. <laughs> let's, what let's goes look. through people's heads? That's all i got to say. It's what goes through people's heads. <laughs> I think it's okay because Disneyland was included. Doesn't that make it all right? I thought as long you well, could break laws. Well, it gives laws, it a tie-in to our lovely podcast. Yeah, I thought you could break laws as long as you go to Disneyland, and it makes it all better. No, because yeah, there's no jail in Disneyland, right? 
All right, let, let's let's go to a happier story. The 2011 Little League World Series championship team got to go to Disneyland, where they were honored with a parade down Main Street, USA. Ocean View's Little League team is the first winner of the championship from Orange County, and the boys, parents, managers, and coaches got to spend the day at the theme park riding the attractions, then riding on a float down the parade route as thousands cheered them on. They even got a front row seat to watch Mickey's sensational parade and got their pictures taken with Mickey Mouse in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. What's really cool is there were some of the kids on the team whose parents actually worked at the Disneyland Resort. Very nice. Yes, very nice. And that's the news. Ian, on a happy story. All right. Nobody nobody died. All right. Nice. I, I looked Sorry. really hard. I know. So. I looked okay. for death and union stories. And no, instead you had people stealing to go to there you go. Disneyland. Uh, rapid fire, who would like to go first? I'll go. Okay, go ahead. Okay, mine's not horrendously as exciting, or at least maybe not as exciting as any of the ones you have, but it is critical in vacation planning if you have a poo lover in your family. Oh, a poo lover? <laughs> I've heard there's websites about that. <laughs> so many places we could go. Continue. Well, anyway, for those of you who are used to taking your kids all the way down to um, the Poo Tigger your meet and greet back in Critter Country, um, right in between um, Poo's the Poo Ride, which I don't even know what the official name, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I don't know whatever it's Something called, like the Poo Ride, and uh, Splash Mountain. Poo Ride describes the, it so much better. <laughs> hey man, my kids love that ride, um, and the creepy little Max head, you know Max Buffin. Oh yeah, you gotta always gotta look for that heads. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they used to have a lovely decorated, you know, kind of a square that you would go around and meet all three of those characters. Well, that's all boarded up right now, um, and no one's really sure what's happening to it. Everybody's taking guesses, but nobody's sure what's happening to it. Pooh is meeting people out in front of his ride. And when I was there two weekends ago, I saw Tigger greeting in front of the candy store, the Pooh candy store down there. So, Thank you for that. Oh, and, oh, oh, and one more. And, and one more. And, oh, one more. Okay. One more. They have officially taken. Remember that beautiful Rapunzel Tower? Mm-hmm. That's all gone. This is probably the first steps in making way for the new um, fantasy festival area just to the left of the castle in the current home of the Carnation's Garden um, Pavilion. So it's probably the first steps. Because, you know, that whole thing's going to be themed to Rapunzel anyway, the town square from Rapunzel's home. So, Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. And, you know, I have to go next because you said yours was not exciting. Mine is even worse of a rapid fire. But I have to share it because I, I saw it, like, this weekend. So I, this is a very – this is a lame rapid fire. I'm just letting everybody know. Wow. Over at – yeah, I'm totally selling this thing as short as it deserves. Over at Build-A-Bear Workshop in downtown <laughs> Disney, there's a new option. Ooh. Watch, watch yes. out, Duffy. Hello, Kitty. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, Hello Kitty, pink and white. I saw white. the email on this. Yeah, I went in and saw Hello Kitty. I actually went in, and it debuted this weekend. So I was there the second day of the Hello Kitty experience, and um, it's twenty three bucks. That's all I know because I didn't go into the whole costume thing. But Andrew didn't make feeling, one. Isn't she a beautiful shade of orange? Thank you for reminding me that, because that's why I wrote down pink and white, thinking I think, no, it was orange. They have orange for Halloween, so you have a Halloween Hello Kitty. And then you can come back, and they're gonna, but they're going to keep Hello Kitty around. So Duffy, better watch out, because now there's Hello Kitty. We have More non-Disney-fied characters, but oh, they're but it's not Build-A-Bear, really. So. It's Build-A-Bear, so it's okay. But I just thought Hello Kitty was funny, so I wanted Did to share that. Did she stuff the cat? Uh, so many roads. And we won't go down those roads. Okay, next, who would like go. to go after my lame, uh, easy one to follow? Because it was not interesting or exciting at all. I'll go. Go ahead, Wayne. 
Okay, if you're planning on making a trip to the Disneyland Resort for Halloween, you might also want to consider the visiting the Halloween events at some of the other theme parks and entertainment venues around Southern California. Universal Studios Hollywood is again presenting its very popular Halloween Horror Nights. This year, the theme is What Fear Fears Most. The event features more mazes than ever and includes The Thing, The Wolfman, Eli Roth's Hostel, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses in 3D Zombie Vision, Alice Cooper's Welcome to My Nightmare, and the all-new... And the all-new Terror Train, Scream for Your Life. Bill and Teg's excellent Halloween adventure show returns again, and there are several scare zones throughout the park. Halloween Horror Nights runs Friday and Saturday nights, and some Thursday and Sunday nights from now through October 31st. Hours are from 7 p.m. to 1 or 2 a.m. There are several ticket options. Regular event tickets are $62, and there's a front-of-the-line pass, which gets you front-of-the-line once per each maze, and that's between $69 and $99, depending on the date. Then there's the VIP experience, which gets you unlimited front-of-the-line pass to mazes, shows, and attractions, and access to the Vampire Blood Lounge, Finger Foods and Drinks, valet parking, and a whole bunch more. The VIP experience will cost 169 to 189 depending on the date. There is a very limited supply of the VIP experience tickets available. There are also some discount deals available online. Also note that Universal recommends that kids under 13 be accompanied by their parents. As in Florida, Hollywood produces a great Horror Nights event. I've been several times, may try and make it this year. Sounds sounds like it's going to be fun. Did you guys see the pictures that they posted up online of, uh, of the um, Alice Cooper house and some of the, the concept drawings for it? Yeah. Oh, my God. It looks av- – I mean, I'm totally not – but that actually looked kind of fun. Like all the guys have Alice Cooper's head, and and there's yeah. all kinds of different things influenced by his songs. It really helps when you've got a big movie studio backing your uh, creations. Yep. Not Scary Farm is presenting the 39th Halloween Haunt from now through October 31st. This year, Haunt features 30, 13 themed mazes, seven live shows four scare zones, and hundreds of free-roaming monsters. New mazes this year include Delirium, Invasion Beneath, which is the re-themed Calico Mine Train ride, and Endgame's Warriors of the Apocalypse. The popular and famous hanging show this year is called Cowboys, Aliens, and Superheroes. Oh, my. That sounds fun. <laughs> and in the Showcase Theater, the Ghoul Time Theater, Ed Alonzo returns again with his psychic circus of magic and mayhem. Ed is really fun. He's He's been there for many years. He's um, He's actually been on TV several times, and he's really funny. I enjoy seeing him. Knott's has set the standard for theme park Halloween events, and although the sale of Knott's to the Cedar Fair Company changed many things at Knott's, Haunt still remains one of the best of all Halloween special events. Haunt runs Wednesday through Sunday and Halloween Monday from 7 p.m. to 1 or 2 a.m. Advanced tickets run from $34 to $51, depending on the date, and $57 for the day of the event. There are several add-on packages, which includes dinner and early admission, and they do have a Frightline front-of-the-line access pass. Sorry, that's Fright Lane Pass. For the younger kids, Knott's is also featuring Snoopy's Costume Party, which runs during the daytime on weekends in October. Kids are invited to dress in costume and come to Camp Spooky, which is a non-scare celebration of Halloween cheer rather than fear and is included with regular park admission. 
The special family event includes friendly monsters, a kid-friendly maze, shows, crafts, and trick-or-treat stations, all geared to kids 3 to 11. I hope the Great Pumpkin is there. Down at the docks in Long Beach, the Queen Mary's Dark Harbor returns. This venue is actually on board the famous Queen Mary Ocean Liner. Dark Harbor has five mazes, three of which are actually on board the Queen Mary as they transform the regular tour into several haunted mazes throughout the ship. I visited the Queen Mary during Halloween several years ago, and it was fun. It was a fun little event. Dark Harbor runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights beginning October 7th through October 31st and on selected Thursday nights. General admission is $24, and they do have some special access passes and also a pass which includes accommodation aboard the Queen Mary. That sounds pretty fun. Yes, I stay on the Queen Mary. It's awesome. And down in SeaWorld in San Diego, they are having the Halloween Spooktacular during weekends in October. The events feature silly and spooky shows, the search for Captain Lucky's treasure, which is a walkthrough adventure, photo ops with the Sesame Street characters, and Trigger Street stations with the SeaWorld characters. Kids can come in costume and explore enchanting underwater Halloween fantasy. So there's there's lots going on in Southern California. Um, at the uh, Great America theme park up here, Knotts is also putting on the haunt attra- attractions up here, too. It's a, quite a bit smaller, but uh, because it's a Cedar Fair park, it's also going on up here. I, I know it's rapid fire, but um, actually I had a question and a comment. Um, Wayne, do you know, I as a kid remember Knotts being the only place that had anything to do with Halloween. Am I mistaken, or were they the fir- weren't they the first to do this extra hard ticketed? We're gonna do Halloween. Yeah, yeah. You know? Knots Knots led it off for years and years, and in fact, it was back in the early '90s when Disney first started looking at the amount of visitors that Haunt was attracting and starting to think they really should be cashing in on this, and that's eventually what spawned. The Mickey's Trick or Treat Party. Well, and you know what's interesting is I know um, someone who, a few of the teachers that I work with, we used to work at Knotts because Knotts is right down the street from the district that I work in. And they told me that, at least back in the day, uh, the Knotts Scary Farm was basically made enough money for them to run the park the rest of the year. That's 100% correct. That one event. Yep, that one event covered operating costs for the entire year. And then just also for people that need to know, the traffic around there gets pretty bad because it's one street, and I've noticed because when I'm going home during these events that there's a lot of traffic, so make sure you get there early because it's kind of one, there's basically one main entrance on one street off of Beach Boulevard, and you can see it get backed up off of the 91 freeway. So just if you're going to go, make sure you plan time accordingly that also applies to universal to parking and traffic up in that area around the uh, horror nights nights um that really gets that really gets intense also so same thing applies there okay thank you very much for that wayne and now it is time for tom who last but not least hope it's a good one ah Pressure's on, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, effective immediately, merchandise locations at the Disneyland Resort and also at the Walt Disney World Resort will not ship guest packages to the country of Mexico. The Mexican government levies a tax of over 500% on the value of products made in China, which has to be paid by the guest before the packages are released by customs in Mexico. Disney doesn't want to have any confusion on the issue, so they've stopped shipping. 500%. Wow. Oh, people basically don't want to pay the taxes, so they uh, basically stand their package up. and. Does it get returned to sender, maybe, and that's what Disney's problem is? Yeah, that could be. Yeah. That'd be a pain in the butt, I mean, really. Okay, well, now that I'm disappointed, Tom. Sorry. And that'll do it for Rapid Fire. Let's go over to Nancy to give us a brief update on the new displays at Blue Sky Cellar at Disney California Adventure. Take it away, Nancy. 
Thank you, Tony. And for those of you who had gone to the park in the last week or two, noticed the Blue Sky Cellar was closed. Well, it just opened this past Friday, and it is now, you know, all the Little Mermaid stuff from before is all gone. And now they're focusing on Buena Vista Street, which is the new entrance, think Main Street in Disneyland. This is Buena Vista Street. Buena Vista being the street that the Walt Disney Studios are on in Burbank. Um, and it is Buena Vista Street from the 1930s, like 1932, right? Something like Did that. Did I get that wrong? It's got to be, what, late 20s? Because it's when... Late 20s, early 30s. It's supposed to be like 20s and 30s. This was supposed to be based on when Walt arrived in Los Angeles. Yeah. And Mickey is from, was what, 1928? 1928. So it's got to be around then. Okay. And if you want, if we, if we're wrong... And we need you want to share with us the exact Nancy date. at W. No, <laughs> no, yeah, email us and then. We'll... So I knew it, but I didn't know it. So you know, I'm I'm winging it today. So here we go. Anyway, um, to... the, <laughs> the first thing you'll notice when you come into the Blue Sky Cellar is if you look at the last Blue Sky blog I did, www or www.plug.com plug.com plug.com well no it's relevant it's relevant because and in fact eventually I'll put the stuff up in the blog too um, but if you look now at the map of Carsland, because they have a, a map of what Carsland should look like, um, right up there on the terrace where you enter the Blue Sky Cellar, um, and it's actually position your position, so you're looking straight down the main street of Carsland when you stand at that little map. So you can really tell a huge difference on the progress they're making in Carsland because of that. Because you you basically stand there and you look at the map, you look up, and you see the actual Cadillac Finn Mountains. Yeah, it also helps that a lot of the scaffolding is coming down so you can see the shape of the mountains. And it's like, oh, wow, that does look like a car fin. So it really is coming together. So that's the first thing you notice when you are when you come into the Blue Sky Cellar. Um what they're trying to do with this particular version of the Blue Sky Cellar is they're trying to show you what's inspiring the changes they made in the park. And the fact that they want to take the entrance to this park back to the time when Walt first came to California to set up his studio. So they've done a series of attraction posters, which you get to see, um, which takes it back into that art style the art kind of art deco-ish art style um and then as you move through the exhibit on the walls are you know detailed drawings on the red car trolley and it shows you um blueprint style um drawings of what the cars are going to look like other exhibits include actual full detail drawings now of the new facades on Buena Vista Street because you know they're trying to make it all look like when Walt first arrived to California. So the building, all the building architectures have been changed. Um, included in these drawings are also some more details on how in depth they're really going to make Buena Vista Street look in the same way. The one exhibit. Um, you know, on the back, on the one wall of the Blue Sky Cellar where they have those little um, drawing and design desks. Right. One exhibit has tons of old photos of the Carthay Circle Theater as well as blueprints of the theater. Um, and then also even down to the details up on the wall of, um, of photographs from the original Snow White premiere there. There's also... Um, there's also another desk that has costume designs. So this is the first time we've seen them actually put thoughts of costume, cast costume designs. Do they have, do have, um, do they have the one for Carsland? Uh, not yet. Okay. They're, like I said, the central area is all focused on Buena Vista Street. Okay. They're not even, they, they're they, not they even talked about that the, They talked about that at the expo. 
Yeah. It, it's really kind of neat, too, because it talks about, um, you know, it shows costume sketches, and it talks about how they're trying to enhance the stories that the local shops and personalities um, who influence the career. So they've got drawings for um, the Carthay Circle Theater um, host and wait staff. Um, they've got the conductors things, and I mean, there's even they even go in the detail of of the notes of contact um, L.A. Railroad Heritage Foundation to make sure that the flaps are they buttoned or they open. The costumes look really neat. They're even going to go with suspenders and stuff for the guys, the old fashioned collars. Um, as far as um, general cast. And, um, in the retail and stuff. So really, really nice detail in that. Um, and then also other, um, other exhibits in the center of that big upper level, they actually have um, a shrunken model of what the whole street's going to be look like, one of those architectural models. So that's kind of neat, and the new fountain that's going to be at the Carthay Circle Theater. So that's that's a big enhancement there. Um, and then for Cars Land, you know, I'm really kind of not... I'm not... How do I want to put this? I'm not surprised that they're still withholding a lot of stuff. It seems to be mostly the same stuff we've seen before. So well, they've they've released quite a bit of information on Cars Land, right? They've, they're not really been focusing this version of the Blue Sky Cellar on it at all, though. Oh, and uh, going back to last sh- the last show where we talked about um, how the uh, Walt and Mickey statue previewed a D twenty three. Well, they actually have a maquette of that in the building as well. Yeah, it's probably the same one. So, cool. pretty exciting stuff. The insides of the ice cream parlor and some of those shops look really, really neat. And if anybody, you know, I mean, out here, we don't have a lot of those kinds of buildings still left. Not like they do in other parts of the country where they really treasure the older architecture. So, kind of neat. Anyway, that's pretty much it for uh, this edition of the Blue Sky Cellar. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully guys, we'll see some changes. Have you guys taken a walk through the the entrance and that the little detour they take you back behind to uh, get into the cellar? To get into the no, 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 no. To get into what? the park. Oh, behind Soren. Yeah, no, my I only is. went in through the. My I wife has, I haven't, but they, I, yeah. They, it, I mean, it's not, it's not bad at all. I mean, they've they've got painted the, you know, the the painted walls with the shapes that reflect the entrance. They've got pictures yeah. all along the way. It's it's benches and and planter boxes and so it's really not bad. Nah, I mean, people tend to complain a lot when they feel inconvenienced, so I think that that's where. Or disappointed if they don't get their, you know, as Walt put it, if they don't get their weenie. Okay. I'm using I know. Walt Disney's Bob Thomas book. I know. Bob Thomas's book. I'm just saying, considering... Weenie was last show. Yeah, considering our history with that word, I just thought... Hey, Tom, speaking of weenies, did you find your Halloween costume for the party? (laughs) Oh, you didn't tell Tony, did you? (laughs) No, I did not. Wait, what? Target had a, a hot dog costume. Oh, that is, 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 are you implying that I should be wearing that, or should you be wearing that? No, he was going to wear it and yeah, surprise you. You should wear that, and then I can be I'll Duffy. For, maybe I'll wait eating. for it to go on clearance, and I go wear it next yeah, year. Yeah, for next year. There you go. You know, it won't be the same, though. No. Because, you know, we could have told everybody, you know, when you see us at the Halloween party on the 30th. Look for the big look weenie. For the, look, look for, for the, the weenie. walking weenie, and you'll know it's tall. <laughs> Wow! Wow! I know Nancy. N- Nancy's supposed to be the <laughs> the respectable one. Of, the demure. Yeah, the demure Nancy. Uh. Okay, <laughs> let's go on to talk about Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy and Haunted Mansion Holiday. First, let's start with Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. Woo-hoo. Who has been on Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy this, at least this year, to see if there's any changes, and then in years past. Um, I, I did get to write it Monday. 
Um, there are no changes, no vi- changes that I saw. Still the same Space Mountain as last year and the year before. Okay, did you know, because I know, Wayne, you had mentioned before, if I'm not mistaken, that you could see the screens. Yeah. Let, let me, Inside let, the ride? Yes. Yeah, the very obvious, because everything's so small, the projection is so small, you know it's obviously a TV screen. Because I, when I wrote on it recent the this week, I was looking for that, and I thought that it was darker than last year. Anybody, Tom? Do you agree with me or I, no? No, I don't agree. I I think it's exactly okay. the same. I uh, was maybe, wearing maybe, I was wearing sunglasses. Maybe that, that could have been it. it. Maybe we should talk uh, just briefly about the ride itself. Um, that might and, be a good and, idea to actually and, describe it. And what? Yeah, what should, just sit here and 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 rip on it or rip on it. Yeah, and not okay. even tell people what it is. Um, the ride started in in Hong Kong uh, several years ago, and then three years ago it came to Disneyland. Um, there's really no changes in the queue other than the large screen in the in the load area has a little bit of signal loss and and. Stuff like that going on. Well, you um, forgot to mention Mario Lopez is back. Oh, he's not. I, he's not back. I just always hoped that he'd come back at some point into the space. Mountain. You know, I've seen him and his whole family walking around the parks. There's a lot and of he, little. He looks sad because Mario he's Ro- from... Lopez relatives. I tell you, lots of kids in that family. <laughs> okay, I just, I just want, I just like those little, those old, the, 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 the Fe- I know they're FedEx commercials. Included oh, yeah. in those things, yeah. but I just wanted Mario Lopez to be to come back. So anyway, once you get on the ride, that's when the ghosts take over. Um, there's a new soundtrack and new projections, or not new projections, but there's ghost projections and the ghost chases you around, and that's basically the ride. Basically, every time you hit a curve that's near a wall, yeah, the ghost you see a projection ghost will, of the ghost, and the ghost will follow you. you or his hand you meet the ghost as you're heading up the lift hill. At the top the, of the lift hill, but it's Instant. not like a it's it's not like a ghost like oh, no, white it's a fire spirit ghost. ghost. Yeah, it's like a fire ghost. Yeah, it's a fire. It's fire it's a cons- it's a nebula that is like a phantom. And I would I maybe four shows ago I would have questioned you, Nancy, but I've decided not to question you. So if it's a nebula, then it's a nebula. A nebula is a cluster of stars. <laughs> Thank you. No, okay. I wasn't it's, questioning you because I trust yeah, I know. you. It, it's a flaming, flaming monster. Yeah, so it basically uh, uh, looks like a weird a flaming monster. Okay, I ordered that at, at Trader Sam's the other night. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking of something different, but that's okay. Um, so, what about for little kids? We didn't we discuss we discussed this last last week, but I wouldn't take them on it. Uh, yeah, Some kids my, made it my son loves this ride normally, but hates it at Halloween time. And they actually they actually do put up a sign that says it may be scary for younger younger guests. Wayne, you've been on this ride. What do you think about it? The first year I went on it, I was really expecting a whole lot more than it was, so I was a bit disappointed. Um, and that was, you know, getting your expectations up too high. Last year when I wrote it, I kind of went in with the attitude of take it for exactly what it is, and I had a lot more fun with it. Um, I think they could do a lot better job with it. I'm not that much of a fan of the projected scary images. I think the other things that I've seen them do with Space Mountain could be a lot better if they would utilize that. I love what they do on the outside of the mansion, what they do on the building itself with the projections and the soundtrack and the special lighting effects that they do. I think that's fantastic, and I could just sit and watch that for half the evening. You know, I, what I found going on it is I was like, okay, this time I'm going to write it, and I'm going to try to think about it as I'm going on Space Mountain, is for someone who goes a lot and Disneyland's such a locals park or people within a couple hours, I lost track of when which curve was coming. And I know I should know every curve like the back of my hand, but because the music wasn't there, it was a different it was a different soundtrack. There were different cues, and so a few times I was surprised because I'm so used to the Space Mountain song and the normal Space Mountain that I know when okay, now I'm gonna turn left, now I'm gonna turn right, now I'm gonna do that little 
mini drop, and I actually was surprised a couple times because it was a different soundtrack that I wasn't used to, which I thought was cool because it made it a new ride for me. Or maybe I'm just really easily fooled, and I can't remember anything, but I liked I I kind of liked that part of it. No, I think I think you've got a really good point there because I knew when I wrote it um, as Ghost Galaxy, it it was very much like that. It was kind of mildly disorienting because you're not used to writing the you know to that music. Um, but yeah, you kind of forget where everything is. But then you would be constantly reminded of it when you get up to the wall and, and there would, instead of having a projection on the wall, they just installed a bunch of video monitors. Yeah. And so then, then it's like, oh, okay, that's where I'm supposed to be. I have to yeah. say that I like the concept, or I like it in concept. I, I really like the music. The music fits well. I, I made sure yeah. I listened to the music. And I, I like the concept of having a ghost chase you around. I just th- don't think they did it well. Yeah. That's, I mean. I was expecting bigger, I was expecting more like constellationoid projections instead of it being as weird and dark as it was. And, and I, I, when, and then when I saw that they were just doing those in video format, they weren't near as scary. If it, they, since they were just using uh, an HD, you know, plasma or, or LED TV. Yeah, I don't know what they use, but it just doesn't. It doesn't They're like work. little LEDs or plasma screen TVs. I mean, that's that's pretty much what it is. They're about as big as they're about as big as the one that's in my living room right now. Well, there are some moving projections too, and those are just projected. See, and I was looking for more projections. I was maybe looking for the ghost to sweep up the wall as you got to the curve. I mean, that would have been a cool effect, is if they could have just taken the projector and, and you know, and made a rotating projector to swoop it up the wall as you went by. That would have caught me more by surprise than a video a video thing I could see from up farther up the, the route. This is why we should all be Imagineers. I was thinking the same thing. Wow, we're all... Well, uh, well after, after we, after we well, you know, fix takes somebody, Sky School, we can it, take a... It huh. takes somebody to design it to give you give other people something to kvetch about and say they could do better. We should not forget to remind folks that daytime or nighttime, the line for this one does get pretty long. Uh, line for Ghost Galaxy is generally longer than the standard Space Mountain line, and times can get easily over an hour, approaching two hours. This is a very good time to plan your fast passes and definitely plan on using one for this one. Or hit it during the parties if you don't want to, you know, if you don't mind missing out on other things at the parties. You know, we didn't even go to Tomorrowland last year, did we, Wayne? We stopped through it. We did not ride the attraction. Oh, I don't even remember walking through it, frankly. I got pictures. What, what kind of trick or treating did you do? If you don't remember anything from that party? No, I remember. I remember <laughs> Teresa and her bag, and I remember all the Fantasyland ones. I remember everything to the other side of the park. I don't really remember the Tomorrowland section, frankly. I'm looking at my pictures right now. Gosh. <laughs> oh, did we stay alongside one of the buildings? Maybe that's why I'm not. I just don't even remember looking at. You, you dare to disagree with Nancy? Tony no, le- Tony I just, learned his, I don't. Tony learned his lesson I learned, already. it took me about two years, but now I just don't disagree. <laughs> I'm completely blanking on that. Anyway. What, uh, go figure. And uh, talking about the lines, I went Saturday morning. I know it's not scary at, during 8, 8, 8.30 in the morning, but no lines when you go as soon first as it, thing. Yeah. first thing in the morning. Um, I... My the way I would articulate the Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy issue or thing or how I'd review it would be for someone who likes I like it because I've already been on Space Mountain so it's it makes Space Mountain a little bit different but I wouldn't purposely make a trip to go see Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy I like it but I wouldn't be oh I got to see it this year if I missed it I missed it on the other hand. Haunted Mansion Holiday, you have to make a trip to go see, at least in my opinion. Who would like to start our discussion on nice that? Segue. that did you like that? I did. Let's talk about how they 
what they do now. Okay, who's got the trivia? Do, which other park has had Haunted Mansion Holiday? Well, that would be uh, Tokyo. Yay! And, and and let's talk about, let's just start with why did this come into being in the first place? There were actually several rethemed attractions that came into being prior to Haunted Mansion Holiday. There was the Small World Holiday Overlay, which started, goodness, I don't know how many years before, before uh, 2001. And then also, uh, the Country Bear Show had a, uh, Christmas vacation, um, show, and that one was really good. I really missed that. That was an excellent show. And then there was discussion in Imagineering about, well, we would really like to do something else, and it turns out that in 96, one of the Imagineers actually proposed a ride that was kind of based on a, Halloween style attraction sort of sort of along the lines of where we are now but it was it was a whole separate standalone ride that didn't go anywhere and just a year or so later Steve Davidson who we all know from World of Color introduced the concept of the Haunted Mansion overlay which eventually became Haunted Mansion Holiday and that brought us to opening day which was October 3rd, 2001. Uh, going back, the It's a Small World was 1997. Yep. Small World Holiday was 1997. And the Country Bears okay. were many, many, many yeah, was years say, before that. Way before that. So we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary this year. We are. Isn't that exciting? Along with my wedding. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and well, there goes Nancy. She's <laughs> plugging her anniversary somehow, but yeah. Wait, was she? Ma- she was married. <laughs> I think Nancy's. I didn't know Nancy was married. I, I had. I had no idea. Uh, I think that. I think the listeners are probably done with that now. <laughs> no, this is going to go on forever. Turo. Yeah, it's going to be Nan- yeah Nancy getting married at at Haunted Mansion Holiday, right? Okay. Okay, so where were we? So oh, no, no, we've got this Haunted Mansion Holiday from Chris. Uh, yeah, two thousand one. So did anybody go during the very first year? Because there's actually yes. something significant about the first year. Yes, I, I, I did. I don't I remember. What you're gonna say. I okay, we'll go Nancy, yeah. and then I'll back you up with with everything else. Okay. So starting the- outside, what 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 was what did you come to on the outside of the mountain uh, mansion the very first year? Oh God, I don't remember that. My special thing was the inside. Was was inside the mansion? Okay, that was very so, special about the first year, and they haven't done it since. Okay, so mostly what was different was the music. The, ah, yeah. The original music was scored by a gentleman named Gordon Godwin, and he did a really good track that was completely original and not so much based on what we know now as the Nightmare Before Christmas music. There are still pieces of his track throughout the attraction, most specifically, I believe, in the um, uh, in some of the entrance areas. I don't know if it's in the corridor, in the, in the uh, painting corridor, but I, I do know in the exit corridor by the... Um, 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 mortuary exit, uh, some of his stuff remains. Um, but in the very next year, in 2002, they decided that they were going to readapt the entire score. And that's when a gentleman named John De- Debney? Debney, yes. Based his themes from the Danny Elfman soundtrack for Nightmare Before Christmas, and they kind of rescored the entire ride. And that's what we have today. One of the things you might have remembered from the outside of the very first year was they had the Halloween scarols, which were... Halloween Christmas carols. Oh, yeah. And as you as you went through the as you went through the queue, you had different carols you could sing. And exactly. Didn't they have the words up too? Didn't they? Right. Yeah. yeah. On little scrolls yeah. throughout the queue line, and you yep. could sing along in the queue. Yep. This is why I was saying 
The outside of the mansion for yeah. Haunted Mansion Holiday is sometimes just as entertaining as the inside. And did that only last one year, the, the Christmas carols? I thought it was the first two years. The scarols came uh, stayed around for several years. Okay, yeah. okay. It was the original it was the original inside music that um, that got changed. See, my original remembrance was when you actually got down into the loading zone that very first year because they have these big giant Christmas packages. Um in kind of an area that's never really utilized except for that time of year, um, just on the other side of the doom buggies as you board. And the, they spent each of the 13 weeks of Christmas opening up a new package. So you didn't oh, know which yeah. character was going to pop out. The little, and, the little uh, calendar thing as, as yep. it got closer to Christmas, kind of like an advent calendar. Yeah. And it was a different um, combination of characters from the movie and interesting toys and stuff that popped out of these packages. And and they only did it the first year because once they opened everything, everybody knew what they were. So they just left them open from the first week on for the rest of the seasons. And that's a really neat addition. That's that's one of the excellent things that they've done with this overlay is they've actually uncovered places in the ride where you didn't think could be utilized. In the regular Haunted Mansion, you board the dune buggies and it's fairly plain and you don't take notice of the scene. During Haunted Mansion Holiday, there's this entire stage that's revealed now with all the regular um, Nightmare Before Christmas characters. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. But we have to get down there first. So let's talk about the changes to the to the stretching rooms and, and the hallways and stuff. Well, let's let's go even go farther back than that. Let's go back outside again and the changes after those first few years. Once the scarrels got replaced, they got replaced with this wonderful soundtrack, this music box soundtrack, which actually comes from Phantom Manor. Over in uh, Disneyland Paris. Hmm. So, so that music is now playing outside. The scarrels have been retired. You have the pumpkin skeleton who's introducing you to the grounds. The graveyard, the pet graveyard, has been redecorated. You and have all, all the candles. Yep. And all of those beautifully carved pumpkin heads that are on every single part of the wall, on every single piece of ironwork on the mansion. And that whole hillside right on the side there. At nighttime, that's so cool. It really is wonderful. And then, of course, we can't forget the piece de resistance on the very top of the house. Exactly, which is the whole theme of the story. Tell us about that. It's um, actually Jack's um, Jack's sleigh, and spilling out of the trash can is, I believe, his list. His formula for Christmas. His formula for Christmas, that's right. It's a, a huge list, and it actually scrolls all the way down the front of the house. So, there you go. So now we move into the mansion itself. And without going room by room by room, let's just say that every single thing you encounter has been changed, upgraded, overlaid. The voice tracks on in the in the um, entry hallway, the yep. stretching room. There's a whole new storyline through the loading area, and then on into the ride itself. So guys, how do you feel, Tony, Tom? You you've been you guys have been pretty quiet. How do you feel about you know the ch- what gets you going about the changes that have? Well, I don't know, know if it gets me going. Section. Other things get me going, but okay. um, I love I prefer it over the regular haunted mansion. I do. Sorry, it's the music, it's the bright colors, it's. I'm like a baby. Bright colors, and, you know, if they're dangling over my head, then I'm, like, really excited. Um, If they they threw some glitter on there, you'd be all over it. 
Yeah, and, and if I could, like, you know, have a little steering wheel with a thing in the middle that I could punch and it would make a little honking sound, <laughs> then I'd be, I'd be really good. But, um, no, the music and the color and I just, I, I just love that ride. I love, I want to go see that. I want to make sure I see, I go on it as many times as I can. Whereas with regular Haunted Mansion, I'm like, okay, go on a regular Haunted Mansion. This one I love, and also love there's, because on those rides that you've been on time and time again, it kind of ends up becoming background. And this, I'm always looking for, oh, I never noticed that. Oh, I never noticed that. I never noticed that. And I, I think, you know, I think the music, I love the music. Mm-hmm. It's such a classic. I think that's one of the things that makes the ride is the music. It really does. And this whole overlay with the music and everything like that, you know, we talked about goth days, um, you know, at Bath's Day at the park and stuff like that. This particular overlay and merging of two worlds almost has really revitalized um, the park in the younger community almost and in some of the alternative communities you know people look it, it's now cool to like disney and to really like some of the attractions now because of and you know and you know what you at least thing in like sixth grade junior high you'll see jack skellington stuff like all over the place i see you're right i think again because it's now i've decided nancy's always right so um don't please edit that out. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but um, no, no, it's true. I think I, I actually agree, I agree with what you're saying. That it's whole idea. Of, oh no! Yeah, no, no. But, hey, um, we've got Tony as my hero. So yeah, yeah. that's true. We're even. I like Tony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I I love that ride and it's the one ride where other people say I need to make a trip out to Disneyland from Orlando just to go on that. That version of the ride. And, and also, my sorry, one more thing. Yeah. To me, I'm just amazed when I'm in there going, this is still Haunted Mansion. Like, I'm more, I'm thinking, you know, kind of like behind the scenes, how, trying to figure out how they, did all they do is just do that. You know, you're, you're kind of like actually trying to solve the puzzle. Okay, how did they overlay this thing? And where did the, they put all the other stuff? Yeah. Like, where is it? Is it, is it back there? Is it, yeah. I, I just, I love everything about, about it. Okay. So you're probably going to think I'm kind of weird for saying this. But well, we kind of think almost, you're weird anyway. Yeah, yeah, without for saying it. So. But I almost feel like there's a certain sort of softened romance to the ride. And before you think that's weird. <laughs> wow. Let me try to explain. Well, you know, look at the feeling you get. You know, everybody get well, most people get that warm, fuzzy Christmas feeling, right? You know, I mean, Christmas and the thought of Christmas just gives people warm fuzzies. You know, the the traditional de- decorations, the this, the that. When you come out of the attic and you see the reimagined cemetery with the big giant snow pumpkin angels playing the trumpets and and the the great um the pumpkin hill right. or the spiral hill it just i don't know do do you get what i'm saying do you see where i'm going with that i kind of understand i do have to say after i leave regular haunted mansion i don't have any kind of like warm fuzzy feeling inside but um this is just then fun. when it's just fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's mm-hmm. the word. It's fun. Like, Haunted Mansion's cool, and it's a ride. And I know there's people who are going to listen and say, that's the greatest ride ever. Okay, whatever. I know there's history and all that stuff. But this one, you're right, Tom, is just fun. It's fun. Well, and I love looking for all the changes every year to see what new things. So should we talk about some of those? Sure. No. You'd be, you'd be, yeah. you'd be talking about the number one place where you see a lot of that, and that's the ballroom scene. Yep. Oh my God, the the gingerbread house this year is so cool. I can hardly wait. You know, when we go to the party, I'm actually going to bring a video camera, an HD video camera, along, and I am going to tape the whole ride, and we will try and get it up onto the blog, so everybody can kind of see what What's we're talking about. What's that web address about. again? www.disunplug.com. Oh, that one, okay. 
And for our teacher of the group, how many senses are taken oh. into account in the ballroom scene? Okay, now, the question you ask me is something a teacher would ask a student. And since I'm the teacher, I have no idea. I would get my yes. smart student to say, hey, could you tell me the answer to this one? I don't. So we definitely... No, I smell, I smell the gingerbread, if that's what you're going for. Yes, and that's what I was going for. One of the okay, best but you made it, uses... That question scared me. One of the best uses of the Disney scents in any of the attractions is the gingerbread scent that you get right well, before entering the ballroom. Now, is that fake, or is that due to the 500 pounds of gingerbread that they use to make the... The, 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 the creation... From what I from what the I've PS read, there's there's actually one of those scent projectors, okay. just like they just like they use in several of the other attractions in that area. I always uh. tell everybody it's just the gingerbread, <laughs> which 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 may not even be possible because of the glass that divides the doom buggies from the. Isn't there glass there that you don't what see? What glass? What glass? The ballroom scene. The ballroom Isn't scene. there a big sheet of glass? Yeah. Is what Tom's yeah. asking. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, people, I think, I think. I know, but we don't want to, we don't want to spoil okay. every surprise. Sorry, sorry. Okay. You've seen the drawings for the gingerbread house this year though, right, Nancy? Yeah, I have, and it's, I, I've, it's, it's so cool. I purposefully didn't want to see it before we go on Friday. So. So we won't say anything else about the really cool gingerbread house. So cool. No, I mean, I've seen the pictures, and, and I certainly have a couple of pictures that Mary Jo gave me yesterday. Um, but the, as Tom alluded, that's this year's gingerbread house. And you can easily see pictures of that on Disney's official blog as well. Um, they've made a point of changing it every year. In fact, um, that's how they introduced Oogie Boogie into the mansion that first year in 2003 when they brought Oogie Boogie in. It is one of the fun things to look for is what change have they made to the gingerbread house from year to year. Did we even mention that the gingerbread house really is made of gingerbread? That that it's not just a a wood or foam creation. This is this is real gingerbread yeah, with, with, with real ingredients. Which is kind of why it has to be different every year because they have to rebuild the whole thing every year out of gingerbread, fresh yep. gingerbread. Mm-hmm. And, and they get together with the team. You know, they have a whole team that gets together, and the minute it goes down, you know, it gets taken down. The one year they start planning the next one. That's the job I want to have. Plan. What a great job. You spend all year planning that cool gingerbread house. That's an awesome job. Yep. It sure is. And it's the same people that bring you all the cool treats that maybe we'll talk about in another October show. Now, I didn't see any other changes this year in the mansion. Tony, did you? No. But I mean, you toss my wife. I'm, I'll go on a ride and go, hey, is that new? No, it's been there since 19, yeah. since the, the park opened because I'm really bad at noticing those details, but I didn't notice anything new. major anyway. Major, anything major well, that somebody oblivious like me could figure out. Okay, did you guys did you guys bother to try and find the monkey bride I, this year? I looked. Wh- which which room would I be looking in? The attic. I yeah, that's the room I There's a I monkey bride see. and there's an oogie boogie in the attic in a, in different places every year. I tried to look, I didn't see. Okay, for those of you who are listening who want to try and find the infamous monkey bride, and y'all are going, what the heck's the monkey bride? Well, it's a spoiler. This is a spoiler, but it's not necessarily a spoiler. You know, we've said they they change up each of the rooms. Well, one of the things that they significantly change up is the well, attic. Wait, time out, house. time out. You just said it's not a spoiler. It is, no, and, I said and, it is a spoiler. But then you said it's not really a spoiler, and then you said... Okay, something they significantly change. To me, that would be a spoiler if it's a significant change. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, okay. You might not. Anyway. Oh, but you're going to spoil it anyway. For those of you that don't want to hear it, stick your fingers in your ear and go la, 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 la for the next couple seconds. Seconds? Easy. I'm (laughs) guessing it's going to be longer than seconds. They take the bride out of the attic. The bride is is not there during the Haunted Mansion holiday. And neither are the, the pop-up grooms. So instead, you have tons of presents and packages all over the attic. And so what 
the uh, cast members at one year decided to do was to pay homage to the missing bride by dressing one of those little clappy monkeys. You know, the little, um, the little symbol, mo- crazy symbol monkeys like in uh, Toy Story 3, the one yes. that watches the monitors. Um, they dressed one of those up like the Haunted Mansion Bride, and it even has a glowing heart. Oh, jeez. And they stash it somewhere in the attic. And it is, for those of you who are wanting to go take a look for it, you always no, have sh- to look... Wait, don't tell me. I'm not going to listen because when I go on it again, I'm going to look yeah, for it. Yeah, don't tell us where it is. Yeah, okay. so, so... It's I'm- in the attic. And I'll, what I'll tell you this is you usually have to look backwards around the edge of your of your doom buggy. Okay. Okay, leave it and there. Because I want to find out to see if I can find it. Do you want to know which side of the doom buggy no, you should no, be on? No, no, no. Okay. No. Next thing you know, you're going to give me the GPS coordinates. So I just... <laughs> this isn't geocaching. Anyway, I want to just... And then there's also a little oogie boogie dressed up like Santa Claus in the attic. Okay, I'm going to look now because now I know to look in the attic. Did we mention that this is the the month of October. of Halloween, <laughs> October Halloween theme? Halloween, yes. Shows. Halloween is in October. Yes. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying. I was being a smart Alex. Sorry. Once again, I'm just plugging the fact that each we we all decided as a team that each um, that each show this month we're going to have one Halloween story, just to keep you guys in the mood. That fuzzy mood you get after writing Haunted Mansion Holiday. There you go. Okay, so we all love it. It's great, and it's cool, and I'm sound like a fourth grader with my adjectives. It's great, cool, and neat. Can't get enough of it. Just can't get enough of it. Last piece of trivia before we exit. The Madame Leota character yes. in Haunted Mansion Holiday. Now, the original Madame Leota, that was Leota Toombs, who unfortunately has passed on for many years. But they needed a new person when they did the Haunted Mansion Holiday to replace Madame Leota. Mm-hmm. The person they found, Kim Irvine, who is Leota Toombs' daughter, chosen yeah. because she resembled her mother and was able to perform in her place. And she also worked for the company, so they probably didn't have to pay her extra. Yeah. And Why still are you guys doing that story? <laughs> I love that story. And then Tom's got it. Oh, because they didn't have to pay her. They're cheap. I liked it. I was beautiful. Sorry. Wayne, I'm sorry. That's Tom's fault. That's a really... I did not know that. Boy, Tom is just coming up with all the bad yeah, things. Yeah, Tom's cranky all of a sudden. <laughs> What's going on? It's too late for Tom. Yeah. yeah. Really? That's no, so interesting. That's... I love... I like that story. That's cool. Now, when you say perform, she does the voice, too, right? That's what you mean by perform. No. No, the, okay. the voice is actually someone else. Oh, uh, I was all excited that yep. it would be the same. I don't think it was... Was it her? Was it the same? Was Leota's voice and face two different people back in the, in the original one? Yes. Also okay. different. Uh, oh, okay. Well, then it's that, okay, then. I forget that name, but yeah, the, the voice and the person in the The, in the, the original ball. was Eleanor Ad- Oddly. That's right, and the new one is Susan Blakesley. Susan Blakesley. Yeah, there we go. Both probably reading from the same form. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Susan Blakesley. <laughs> also already worked for Disney. Is that where you're going to go? Oh, she's Wanda on the Fairly Odd Parents. Sorry. Oh. oh. Okay, I know that show. God. IMDb is your friend. There you go. Well, that in doombuggies.com. Yeah, and uh, actually, that's where I'm on right now. Can we plug another another side <laughs> on the show? Yeah. Oh, well. I I think, unless Tom's going to make a cranky comment. Uh, no, I'm done with cranky comments. You're, you're done with cranky comments? Yeah. I think that'll do it for this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>